we're putting the pressure of the league on these kids at such a young age and not even just us as the fans, but the, the people who are setting them up with, with endorsement deals, the, it, 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 there's, it's just so much coming from them at every single side. So I, I think I want, I want people to leave with a little more empathy for these kids. I want people to leave with a, a little better understanding of what these kids are going through on a daily basis, not even just being elite athletes, but just being young black men in America. Hey, everybody, that was Tristan MacWilds, actor, singer, songwriter, talking about his role and Kevin Durant's produced, executive produced show called Swagger. It's on Apple TV. I don't know if you checked it out, but it's interesting because Mac is talking about empathy. And as we get into it on Naked, you'll understand why he understands this more than anyone. Stick around. We got to pay some bills. Be back in a minute. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta. CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Champions to be a champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment, connected with In a world with vulnerable, considered weak. Come and remove the veil from entertainment's elite. It's the difference between what is real and what the public sees. So here's your favorite celebrities behind the scenes. It's refreshing, authentic, the whole story specific. Life altering events to shape the person that you hear. We got a champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. It's the greatest in sports and entertainment connected with us. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. Got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment connected with Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Naked. I got to give you guys a lot of love. I really do appreciate you hanging in there with me. I have been doing this podcast not even a year and we really are are moving well, right? It takes a while to get people involved and there's so much content out there, but you have been faithful and I appreciate it. And it really is my place where I just come and I talk to you guys about life. Um, Today's episode you know, as as all of them, they mean so much to me. But when you can connect with someone and understand where they're coming from or perhaps understand a vision that they're trying to have for themselves, it makes it all that more special. So I hope I do justice to sharing this with you. You all know Tristan McWilds. I'm going to just call him Mac and get into all whatever you prefer. Actor, singer, songwriter, as I said, he is currently 
on several different platforms. There is a 10 episode Apple TV show called Swagger, right? Um, inspired by Kevin Durant's experiences. And and Mac plays uh, the guy who's the sneaker hookup, the sneaker guy, the sneaker company. And, and, and what you heard him talking about early on is about how we view these young prodigies, if you will, in sports. The Zions, the LeBron, LeBron's, you know, an anomaly, but the his son, Bron, Bron, you know, and the other people that are all considered something special, right? The next big thing, how we treat them, how we analyze them. We sometimes don't have empathy. And I found it interesting that he was able to make sure he made that point about this television series, about the role in which he plays, where he wanted people to walk away from watching Swagger and have empathy for these athletes. And I'll tell you where I saw the connection. Now, if any of you have followed his career, you guys know that he was on The Wire, right? And that show called Classic, the best show. Like you, you don't want to, like I said, you don't want to tell people you haven't watched it. It's hardcore. But imagine being so young on such a hit show, also having an album shortly thereafter or during the process, and then feeling like you've been anointed or chosen and you have to live up to these expectations. That's a lot of pressure. And he explains that pressure while talking about swagger. But I couldn't help to think he must be talking from his own experience. You know, the funny thing is, I think the takeaway isn't just for the the young men that are about to go through the same thing. For me, the takeaway is for everyone who looks at these guys, the people who pick at them, the people who idolize these guys, the people who tear these young men down. You know, we look at the we look at the Zaires, we look at the Bronies, we look at the Mikeys and we all a lot of times all we see is the Instagram posts. All we see are the, you know, the slam dunks or the highlights from said high school game, et cetera, et cetera. But we don't realize that these kids are still kids. You know, these kids haven't even a lot of times even gone to prom yet. And we're putting the pressure of the league on these kids at such a young age and not even just us as the fans, but the, the people who are setting them up with with endorsement deals, the it, it, there's, it's just so much coming from them at every single side. So I, I think I want I want people to leave with a little more empathy for these kids. I want people to leave with a, a little better understanding of what these kids are going through on a daily basis. Not even just being elite athletes, but just being young black men in America. Anybody that you see that has uh, Im- immense talent in anything, they're going to be under the scrutiny of the greats that came before them automatically. I I had it when I was a kid, like they, they were saying this, that, and a third. Oh, my God. At, at a young age, I think any kid that has a great amount of talent, you, you're up against scrutiny all the time. So I do think that, yes. I, I think I think we should be a little more compassionate, but I also do think that us as whether we're kids or not, we're, we're, we're taking on these jobs of adults uh, when we start to get paid for these things, when we're starting to, you know, be in different conversations, it, 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 it you lend, you're opening yourself up to be 
to be uh, to to be criticized. If you can, you have to be able to take the good with the bad. If somebody can say that you're just as great as such and such and such and such, you got to be able to take it when they say you didn't do so great. You got to be able to take both sides. By way of background, Matt grew up in Staten Island, right? So his mother was Dominican and Irish. His father was black. Uh, he talks about how his mother was a beautician, then a stockbroker. He went to high school in Staten Island. So that's just home for him. But by the time he was 15, he already knew that he was an artist, right? Perhaps not fully developed in seeing himself as he wants to see himself, but he made his television debut in Spike Lee's television series, do you guys remember this? It was called Miracle Boys. It was in 2005. I don't, but I do know <laughs> that that was it for him. After that, Mac was the man. He took off. He was in the wire shortly thereafter, all at a very young age. And so I was talking to him about this experience. You know, I'm very aware, sensitive to people who have been in the business at an early age and what it looks like. We hear all the the tragic tales of child stars, but Mac is at a different point in his life where he talks very openly about therapy and how that helped him through. As long as you have a good support system behind you, family, friends, an actual team that loves you and isn't just trying to feed off of the money that you're bringing in. People who actually care about you, who you are. Uh, I think those are the necessary or the necessary ingredients that worked for me. Uh, of course, there are many times that you start to smell your own shit, believe the hype, feel like, okay. And, and then sometimes get hurt by the things that happen as well. But with the team, you always have to have somebody to lean on, somebody that's going to bring you down when you when you start to put too much air in your balloon and somebody who's going to, you know, somebody who will lift you up those times that you feel your lowest. You talk about uh, being a mental health advocate. What has been your struggle with mental health? Oh, man, just uh, literally just that, you know, I think being someone who's been in this game for for such a long time. And constantly dealing with, from what my therapist says, constantly <laughs> dealing with uh, just the barrage of good and bad and not knowing how to process it. It's kind of, you start to, I guess, like anything, right? You start to get, it feels blocked up. So you start to, things start to pile on heavier and heavier. Those knows that you used to be able to just not even think about they feel heavier on you now those those critiques that you used to be able to not even you be able to slide through and get to the next thing they weigh heavier on you now so i think just years and years of going through this business and not knowing how to properly properly digest everything that was being thrown at me i yeah, it it led me to it led me to where I was, I, where was my lowest point, which was, uh, yeah, a lot of alcohol, a lot of uh, it being in the wrong places, uh, thankfully at the right times, and and just not not fully loving myself, you know, not not and and not and not and not 
finding reasons to stay here, to be here. It's like I kept, I would find any reason to be like, you know, or just constantly play with the thought in my head. Like, I don't have to be here if I don't want to. Like, and you start giving yourself reasons. Like, you know, I have, have a good life insurance joint. My family will be good. You know, I don't, I don't have to be here. You know, maybe people will be better off. I got there. One thing that has helped me a lot, and it's so funny because I just, you know, scrolling through Instagram, you see these like inspirational videos and all of that. I like to follow a lot of different people like E.T., the hip hop preacher and all of these guys. Uh, just just constant, just people who constantly just give me a little bit of inspiration for the day. Uh, there was one video that I saw. Somebody was saying. I think a lot of a lot of times we get caught up on the expectation of where we're trying to go or the you know place that we're thinking where we we deserve to be or we need to arrive to and we need to start being comfortable maybe not making it there but becoming the person that we've always wanted to be you can't always dictate where you're going to go how you Things aren't always going to go the way that you think they should go, uh, but you shouldn't focus on the destination. You should focus on the journey. You should focus on the, the, the what the, the the growing experience. Of course, I want my daughter to to grow up and go to college and be great and do this that that and the third, but. I'm having more fun right now living in the present, watching her learn her ABCs and and want to come and tell us. I'm having more fun uh, just, you know, watching her in gymnastics jump around. She learned a new move. Uh, she's she's using like she's using her own strength on the balance beams and all of that. So I, it's it's I'm I'm paying more attention now to the growth of things, e- even, you know, people can. People will always say, oh, my God, you know, the the play, you probably will win awards and it's this, that and the third. And it sounds good. Like, and of course, you know, a part of me is like, oh, man, that would be great. But I'm not focused on that. What I'm focused on is every day that I get out on that stage, I I become a better actor. I'm learning better. I'm learning how to deal with a crowd. I'm learning how to play off of, I'm learning how to play off of different actors. We're throwing stuff back and forth. And I'm, it, it I, I'm loving more of the growing versus the destinations that, you know, we place on things. I hate that we're so predisposed, I guess, the ways that we are, because I'm always I'm constantly in my head like, okay, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Something bad has to happen. Right. But I'm I'm actually just I'm I'm starting to I, I was talking to my boy Mouse Jones about this. And he's like, yo, why can't we just, why, why, why aren't we allowed to just have good times, good moments? Why aren't we allowed to just revel in those and not have anything bad? So I've been pulling myself out of that, that, that bad mindset and just really just sitting back and just living in gratitude. You know, I, just like you said, this is divine. This, this has, literally nothing to do with me. This is all, all God, man. And I'm just, I'm extremely grateful every single day. I say, uh, you know, whether I have my conversation with him or not, uh, I, I always say, yo, thank you for today. 
Thank you for yesterday. And, you know, if I'm blessed enough to see it, thank you for tomorrow. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment connected with. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion, a champion and carry champion. They girl, you did it. Got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment, connected with. Mac is talking about everything that I deal with. Like when you have so, as creatives, we always have these ideas in our head, so many different ideas. And we're like, I have to get these out. I want everyone to hear about it. How do I make these ideas become a reality? Um, he talked about a movie a minute ago and, you know, having his team work with him. I also know that not in addition to this movie, he has, you know, percolating in his mind. And he's also in a short. He's, I mean, again, he's, the list goes on. Google my man. He has a lot going on. He's also in a play. I need everybody who is listening to this, go to New York, make a special trip, 
see thoughts of a colored man. It's a new play. It's off Broadway. We have to support him and the black playwrights that are behind it because it is something super special. So it's seven black men, right? And they all have different roles. One guy plays love. Another plays happiness. Another plays lust. One plays passion. The other plays depression. Matt plays anger and he plays it well. Uh, Another guy has wisdom And another one has the mixture of anger with a side of depression, with a side of love, with a side of happiness, right? It's really beautiful. And it just goes through the day, the year, the lives, the seasons of Black men. And it's so heartfelt and it's so real and it's so honest. And it gives you um, an empathetic look at life through their eyes. And I truly believe Mac is blessed and special. Thoughts of a Colored Man, highly recommended. I stumbled onto it in the sense that I was going to talk about it here on the podcast. But when I was going to New York and I was like, let me just get these free tickets. Tell us more, Mac. Tell us more. Literally, as soon as you get out on stage and you see the crowd, I don't care if it's 10 people out in that crowd or if it's 10,000 people in that crowd. It's just like a it's it's a it's a it's a jarring feeling every single night. So to really get out there one and and stand out there and be like, okay, I'm going to do this whole 90 plus minute play and and stay in character. It's 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 crazy. What what skill set is that? The difference between acting in swagger and being on Broadway, being in theater. What's the difference? Uh, man, it's uh, the it's minor differences. Uh, I think one of the it, I, I would no, it's not minor differences. The, the, the difference actually is I, I theater is probably the it's the it's if I've done film and I've done music and performances and concerts and stuff, theater is literally the meeting ground of them both for me. Like the feeling that I get out out being on a stage, performing my songs, hearing a crowd sing my songs back, you know, doing like all of that energy versus what, what I do on stage. Those two feel like complete opposites. But I feel like theater has been my music experience and my film experience if as if they had a child. Is that an energy that we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's an energy. It's, it's the, it's the energy and the skill set. You know, I think with theater, what I've learned a lot of times with with people who have who are like classically trained in theater, there's a very specific way you have to just kind of keep going through it. You know, if the crowd laughs, don't pay attention to them, stay through it. But there's something beautiful that we do with our play that we like to engage the audience as well. So it it's the it's everything that I've learned from the greats who have ever touched the stage to everything that I've learned from the greats who have ever touched, uh, you know, who have been in front of a camera. And, and I've just started to meld it together to create my my personal stage performance thoughts of a color man um how long is the run talk to me we're running until march we're running until march right now it may get extended lord willing but uh right now we're running until march 
Mac, as I said, is a strong advocate for mental health, right? He has talked about PTSD, uh, coming out of dark places, um, very, very candidly, as you can hear. And I, and I respect it. He said that mostly, though, he has to credit his family, his wife, his daughter, and his team. His team, as you well know, anyone's team, your team, my team, if you have the right people on it, they keep you, they keep you together. Not only, you know, physically, but emotionally and mentally. That is truly a blessing. First and foremost, it takes an amazing team. Uh, you know, just making sure that I have a really, really good team to kind of help me, I, I guess, decipher everything that's going on in my head. It, it feels like it's a lot that happens up here and they help me streamline it. So shout out to the whole team for that. I, I can I can I can probably promise you uh, my my publicist Savoy, he's he's in here right now kicking himself because that is literally me. I'll hit him up at like 2 a.m. And he, Tristan, this isn't business hours. I understand, but I just got this idea. What do you think about? Nah, I, it, there are times that I, I force myself to shut down to, you know, because doing all of this and having Tristan, it's like as much as I, as those times that I, even if I don't want to shut it down, she doesn't stop. She's going to be up at 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, and she needs us to be up and running with her, or she's going to make sure we get up. So there are times there are times that I have to shut it down, but uh, I'm telling you, it just it's constantly running. I have, a, I have an idea for a script right now in my head that everybody's like, Tristan, just wait. Just wait. Like, we'll, we'll get you set up so you can sit down and write it, but relax. So, yeah. So, of course, you know, I couldn't mention his TV show, his his new play on Broadway and not mention that he has music coming out, new music. He was a little cautious in sharing this because he didn't want to say when the exact date was or what he was doing. You'll hear his hesitation, but more importantly, you'll hear his joy as he talks about what he has coming out all in the same season. And, you know, it's funny. It's funny that everything is kind of dropping in the same season. I promise you, I, this is all God, This is God's planning. I didn't even, we, we had the idea to drop the music way earlier this year. Like, yo guys, we think, yo, bah, 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 we need to drop some music. Okay. We could drop the song and see how the people are lo- loving it. Let's figure out what song we want to drop. But yeah, I, I, very early on, I wanted to drop a song that I, I was, I was like, Throughout my whole whole career of doing music, I, I was telling real life stories, personal stories, things that I've been through, things that just kind of always landed true to home. So why not with this first song back out, you know, we do the same thing again. So, uh, yeah, we got a song coming out. I'm singing on it. It's, it's something... It's something for this season. It's something for just it's something that everybody's going to feel good during this time. So, Mac, still to this day, I, you know, coming days, I'm assuming the, the music is coming out, but he still didn't want to get too particular. I get it. Um, our business is one where you can't say anything until the contract is signed. You can't say anything until it actually pops. You know, it's brewing. It's brewing. But you can't say anything. Uh, I really appreciate 
who he is. I really do. I had an opportunity to talk with him briefly after the play. And my biggest takeaway, if I'm being honest with you guys, is that the level of maturity um, of someone who starts in this business at a young, young age um, is drastically different (laughs) from just us regular citizens walking around. Um, They're exposed to much more in life. They, They see life differently. And so I go back to when he originally said, that we should have more empathy for some of these kids that we cover as journalists, especially in sports um, or the people who are in front of the camera. And we were so quick to dissect who they are. We really don't know what is going on. So I respect him for that. I appreciate him for putting that into perspective because I have been guilty. Yes, Carrie has been guilty uh, of... of going somewhere um, and making a comment on camera about a situation that I thought I knew about, but I, I quite frankly don't know everything. So, and no one knows everything. It's always a, a bit of uh, of measure that you need to have when giving an opinion. And I, and I appreciate him for pointing that out. I think that this next trajectory, this, this next season for him is going to be special. He's got a play he's in, TV show that's out. He has new music coming out. He has ideas for a movie. He has a short that's out that's making its way around the the indie circuit, if you will, all the festivals. Like, he's really doing the damn thing. And I am impressed and I'm grateful. And it also goes to show you, you know what? You guys always be like, that person ain't hot. That person ain't popping. Y'all don't know what they're doing. Are y'all paying attention? People are making moves, big moves. And because they're not on your radar, it doesn't mean that these moves are not happening. There was a point in the podcast where I said to him, I can relate to that because I'm about to be real, real honest with y'all. And we'll see how many people are paying attention. I have been on TV my entire life. Um, in terms of that's all I've ever known. I don't know another job, right? And so this season where I am picking and choosing and being more selective, it's a different energy because it makes me feel like, oh no, wait, am I working? Well, yeah, I am working. In fact, I'm up at 5 a.m. recording this as you guys listen to it. You know what I mean? I'm recording at 5 a.m. in the morning, my time. And I'm doing all these other projects behind the scenes and my ego makes me feel like I should also talk about what I got coming up on TV, what I got going on here. But then at the same time, I get embarrassed or I get uncomfortable talking about what I'm doing, what I'm doing. It seems so low budget. It's almost like Oprah saying she's got money. Oprah, we know you got money. It just seems so low budget to me. Um, and that is my choice. That is my perspective. It's a different generation. Different generations move differently. But with that being said, by the time you guys hear this, um, you will know that I am hosting the Sports Illustrated Awards. It's going to be a big one. I'm hosting it with DJ Khaled. And I'm going to tell you how they they came to me and my team with this. It was DJ Khaled. You know, he'll be the the main host where he's doing you know, all the fun stuff, but, you know, you'll be, you know, going through, you know, the prompter and reading and hosting that way and, you know, telling people where to go and where to look and moving us in and out of commercial break. And I'm like, okay, yeah, so I'm doing the hard work is what you're saying. (laughs) Okay, I'm doing the heavy lifting, but I ain't DJ Khaled, you know what I mean? 
all I do is win, 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 no matter what. I get it. I get what you're saying. Um, and so that's, by the way, I don't want to even dismiss that. The fact that I can be in a room with Billie Jean King, who will be there to present an award to Tom Brady. I can be in a room with Tom Brady. I can be in a room with Candace Parker, who will also be on the podcast. If I can be in a room with these greats and just touch the hem of their garment, see how they move, see how they think. I appreciate that, right? I know Billie Jean King well, so that's not the point, but it's always something special. To me, it's all about the experience now. That's where I'm at in my life. And guess what? Your girl got a new TV show. I do. I have a new TV show. I hesitate, much like he hesitated to tell us about uh, (laughs) the music coming out. I hesitate to tell you a platform, uh, but I closed the deal this week and God is good. When I tell you God is good, so my ego can relax. Um, I'm coming to a a flat screen near you really soon uh, in a role in which you can see me weekly. And I am pleased because it still has my name on it. And I'm still doing the work of the good people. So with that being said, uh, never, ever, ever doubt someone's ability because you don't know what they're doing. Max out here moving. He's making it happen. And I'm impressed. Like, I'm thoroughly impressed with him in front of the camera and behind the scenes. Uh, I'm impressed with the fact that he can talk about being depressed and battling depression. Um, And that comes with the expectations he felt he did not meet. And you have to consistently fight those voices in your head that are telling you you are not worthy. You should be doing something else. You are not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Talk to yourself nice. I'm telling you this and I'm telling myself this. Talk to yourself nice. Don't, for me, in my case, feel like I have to tell everyone everything I'm doing to validate my experience. I don't have to work another day on TV again. I don't ever have to do another thing on television again and I've done enough. I'm a legend in my own right. And I have to remind myself of that. But the thing is with artists, with people who are creative and who are ambitious, They only can thrive when they're doing what they love. It's not about the work. It's about doing what you love. So I understand the back and forth with feeling the need to do and to be aware and to be doing something. I understand it. Just talk to yourself nice. That's the lesson of the day. Uh, I rambled a bit, but I love to ramble with y'all. So y'all know what I'm up to. I'm being as naked as possible, as vulnerable as possible telling you guys way too much of my business but that's okay thank you for listening we back next week let's go martha stewart the original influencer when i think about anything i think about the way that she did it first the media mogul the six years ahead she saw what was coming the prisoner the rise the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you.